1: Thanks for showing up to another episode of the Luke Kelly Show. It's Wednesday, so that means we get to start off the show with my lovely wife. Her name is Nora, and she is someone that likes to read a lot of books. But what kind of books does she like to read? Not like mystery, not fiction, not... uh, Well,
0: technically it's fiction.
1: Yeah, technically it is fiction
0: educational
1: yeah educational but mostly she likes to read smut. that's what she likes to read that's how she spends her evenings. she spends it laying on the couch dreaming of threesomes taking place yeah I, I was shocked by that too but that's actually happening right now in one of the books that she's reading and when we get into this week's smut tale, smut tail! Nora does have a quote from her book so far this week, but just in case anybody wants to read this book, Nora please tell us the title of said book.
0: So the title is called Your Dad Will Do by Katie Robert. Um there were a lot of quotes to choose from. So basically the premise of this book was she finds out her fiance was cheating on her and to get back at him, she decides to sleep with her with his dad.
1: This was the one that you talked about a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yes, I had finished this one maybe a week or two ago.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to tell us about a different book that you are currently reading.
0: No, because I haven't finished that one. And um, apparently that one's really emotional in the end, so... Didn't want to spoil that one. But basically, the Your Dad Will Do is 150 pages of just straight porn. Nice. Like, there, if you took out the smut part, there would be no storyline.
1: So it's all through sex.
0: Basically.
1: I like the way that they work in this book. Who's the author of this? Katie Robert. Katie. How do you think Katie spends her days? I don't know. Do you feel like these authors that write these books have to be the biggest horn dogs out there?
0: Probably. Or you know, they got they probably have to practice things with their significant others to see if you know.
1: What if they're just going word of mouth?
0: What do you mean word of mouth? Like they're just hoping that what they're writing is
1: Yeah, just Those- from people's experiences or maybe something that they've seen on TV. I'm just saying maybe they don't know if really it is the best thing, but they've heard about it. So they just included it in the book.
0: That's like having your significant other be a porn star and then having them like give the worst blow job or like the worst sex.
1: Who knows? It could be the case.
0: That's, that's true. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was two chapters into this book and they had already had sex three times.
1: They got right to it. Sometimes they did. that's just that's just the way that it should be done instead of a slow burn. Just get to the action right away. They got your attention. Yes. And now you're locked in. You're hooked in.
0: Yeah, and there were they got uh, you
1: wrapped around the D. Quite quite
0: a few quotes that I had to choose from. Um,
1: okay, what's this week's quote from that book? Because we already got one quote from that book. What's this week's one? And I want you to read it this time. I feel like it would be a little bit better coming from a woman's voice.
0: I don't know cuz this is well the quote is the is the man speaking.
1: So you think I should read it? Yes. Okay, give me a thing. Okay. well want to read it, I cut off one of the words. I
0: cut off one of the words. The first word is you. And then it goes you
1: you like watching my cock disappear into your pussy while that plug teases about how full your ass is. It feels good to be full, doesn't it, baby girl? (laughs) Whoa. If you
0: go left or right, there's one more on each side too, which were pretty interesting.
1: Oh, so I need to...
0: If you want to read the other two, those were the top three I had to choose from.
1: You take what I give you. Do you hear me? You take my three fingers and you say thank you when I make you come again. (laughs) Whoa. How about this one? This one's a good one. You're going to orgasm all over my face. And then I'm going to fuck that pretty mouth until you swallow me down. That's a good one. I like that one. That one's aggressive. But I feel like.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: I I do like that one.
0: Do you want me to frame it for you?
1: Yeah, I feel like that's some, some sort of quote that someone should have framed and put in their office.
0: I don't know how I would react if you, if you said that to me.
1: Would you laugh? Do you think if I ever said any of those things to you that you would laugh?
0: Probably because sometimes I'm reading these books and I'm like, wow, I wish my husband would like, say something like that to me or like do something like this to me. And then I have to tell myself, no, Nora, you would just bust out laughing and be like, what the hell are you talking about? Or what the hell are you doing? Because
1: I feel like there's a fine line between what reality is and what make-believe is.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: And I think sometimes if someone were to tiptoe into that make-believe land, that could be your only reaction is to laugh because you would think of that only happening in a movie or happening in a book.
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, just there was no recovery time in this book.
1: How many times a day were they doing it in this book? Oh, at, least, say,
0: at, at least six to
1: eight. A day?
0: Well, the entire book is just spanned over Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's three days.
1: Holy smokes. Yeah. This guy had to get some Viagra.
0: No, because, I mean, he was only probably in his 40s.
1: Yeah, he still probably had to get Viagra if they were banging that many times. He
0: was physically fit.
1: It doesn't matter. Or he must have some of that low-T stuff that Frank Thomas takes. I know you don't know who Frank (laughs) Thomas is. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. But there's this low-T commercial that has Frank Thomas that airs all the time on like ESPN U and ESPN News, and I just laugh every single time.
0: He has electrolytes and needs his Wheaties. He's good to go.
1: That's all you need. Just sip down a little body armor, some Wheaties, and some Viagra.
0: And he's good to go.
1: Yeah, who who needs anything else but just those things? I mean, honestly, those would be good things to survive on life yeah. with.
0: So and I mean Then, you know, it goes like six months, they don't talk. And then the book ends with them out on his patio.
1: But you Um, said it took place in three days.
0: Took place in, like, the premise of the book was three days, and then she decides that she can't be with him. He wanted her to stay and be with him. And since she leaves, and he's like, well, when you change your mind, I'll be waiting. Took six months, and...
1: So when that happens in a book, do they be like, fast forward six months?
0: Yes. Okay. Um... They had, well, they had like a couple uh, text correspondence that they were like March and they were like two text messages. And then they fast forward to like eight, like to, so it started in January, so it went to June. And then it ended with her getting him back by breaking into his backyard because he has a pool. And she sent him a video of her naked on a lounge chair. And uh, he rushed home from work. And then the, the neighbor got to um, get a free showing.
1: Oh, the neighbor didn't join?
0: No. he uh, The fence was kind of blocking him, and the neighbor...
1: He was probably on the other side of that fence. Did you ever watch uh, Home Improvement? Yes. Do you know Wilson, the guy that you only saw the top of his face? Yeah. That was that guy, but with his wiener on the other side, <laughs> and he was just jerking it, watching them go to town.
0: I mean, they talked about how, like... He the neighbor probably wishes that he was the guy in that scenario and not getting to take advantage of her.
1: Probably? I mean, that's why he was watching.
0: So, he went from being her almost father-in-law to her daddy.
1: Wow. Daddy. I feel like that is such is is that a word that's now used for like sugar daddies, is that how it kind of became about? They just shortened it so that way you're not saying sugar daddy. No, because just daddy, sugar
0: daddy, and daddy, I think are completely different.
1: Okay, see, this is another thing. I'm not, I'm not up to these lingo, these slang terms. Do you
0: want me to call you daddy? No. Okay, good because I don't think I could do no, it. I, I,
1: I just find <laughs> that weird. I find it super odd. Like, I honestly probably would be turned off.
0: Okay, well, good to know.
1: Just. be... I, no, it doesn't sound right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again for your do 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 smut tail do 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 smut tail. I can't wait to hear about your new book next week. So finish that up so we can get a new quote from a new book. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, babe. Love you. Have a great, great rest of your night. All right. I'm, I'm recording like- this episode on a Monday, so I'm trying to record this as fast as I can because I have Monday Night Raw to get to. Yes, Monday Night Raw, I watch wrestling. I think I've talked to you on this podcast before about watching wrestling. There is nothing wrong with watching wrestling, nothing whatsoever. And you know what? Some of the best Twitter fights that you could ever get are on wrestling Twitter. Yesterday, after I got done watching a premium live event, the WWE Hell in the Cell premium live event from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, I watched that and then I had so many people on Twitter just going nuts about not being able to, I shouldn't say not being able, but there's a lot of people on Twitter that were not willing to give that show a good rating. They all had something to complain about it on. And this is what I feel like social media is basically. The more and more you go on social media, the more and more you probably realize it's just people bitching all the time. And it gets annoying. That's why I find myself on Facebook a lot less. Every single month that goes by, I'm like, no, I really don't want to go on there all that much. I'll stick to TikTok and I'll stick to Twitter. Twitter's just fun because I find it easier to troll people. And I like just posting stupid, quick things on Twitter all the time. But when it comes to social media, when it comes to Facebook, I don't want to be on there. I don't want to see all those political rants. And you know what? To the people that I really want to stay in connection with, I find time. I'll reach out to them, shoot them a text every once in a while, maybe a phone call once a year or something like that. There's nothing like catching up with someone that you haven't talked to in a very long time. Do yourself a favor. If there's someone that you've been thinking about for a long time, maybe the last couple of weeks, give them a phone call. It's going to change your day so much to be like, you know what? I'm glad I finally decided to sit there And have a great conversation with someone that I haven't talked to in a very long time. And that conversation could go for an hour. It could go for two hours. But I'm telling you right now, if you make that phone call to someone that you've been thinking about for a long time, it's going to go by super quick and you're not even going to realize how long you were on the phone. I did that today. I called one of my college baseball coaches. I got to talk to him, and it felt great. Because every once in a while, I think about former teammates. I think about former coaches in the relationships that we had built over those years. And it feels good. Sometimes you bask about the glory days. In this situation, we didn't really get to talk about the glory days all that much. Because it was my baseball coach from Lincoln College, Coach Thomas. And Lincoln College just recently decided to close down. So he's out of a job now. His wife also worked there. She's out of a job. So when you see things like that, that's what made me think about calling him. I knew that I wanted to call him for a while now, but I told myself we should probably give him a little time to let it all breathe before I give him a call. And if he doesn't feel comfortable talking about the situation, we don't have to talk about it. Like we talked about college baseball because the NCAA regionals are going on right now. We talked about that for 15 minutes. We talked about his son for 30 minutes. We talked about him watching his, what do you say? His niece his yeah. Something like that. I think it was his niece. So it's just nice to have those conversations, to catch up, to see what events have occurred in that person's life since the last time you talked. Maybe I'm old school because I like to talk on the phone every once in a while, but it does feel good. And sometimes I don't know if the right move to make is to call someone because the world is such a texting world now. Like I'm like, should I just text? Should I just write them a message Uh, on Twitter, Instagram? Is that the easiest way to do it? But there's nothing like a good old-fashioned phone call. So I'm telling you, if you've been thinking of someone, you still have their number, give them a phone call. See how they're doing. They'll fill you in on it because they're going to be happy to talk to you just as much as you're happy to talk to them. And then you guys could laugh about all the funny things that happened in your life. All the funny things that are occurring now. All the dumb shit that you have to do on a daily basis. I mean, just just the random daily stuff that you do. You could talk about going to the grocery store and weird stuff that you see in the grocery store. Because I guarantee you that their trip to the grocery store, even though it's going to be a different grocery store, is going to be very similar to your story your trip inside that grocery store. Could be in different parts of the country, but I guarantee you, there's going to be a lot of similarities. Just because the people inside grocery stores, I feel like there's always a weird group inside of a grocery store. And it's great people watching. I feel like the airport, grocery stores, concerts, those are all good places, malls, all good places to go, and do some people watching. I do love it, and I went grocery shopping today. This is gonna sound, this is gonna sound so bad. All right, Nora and I were supposed to have groceries picked up today between five and six. Nora let me know that Aldi wasn't going to have our groceries ready today. It wasn't going to be until tomorrow when the groceries would be ready. And I said, you know what? I have the afternoon to myself. I'll just go grocery shopping. There's no need for you to worry about it. So I went to the grocery store and it has been a while since I've been inside of a grocery store. I've been inside of Costco. I don't really consider that to be a grocery store because I find Costco to be such a fun store to go into. But I haven't been inside of like an Aldi in a very long time. And... I actually, I haven't been inside of an Aldi since I got my new car. And the reason why I know this is I don't have an Aldi quarter inside of my car anymore. If you shop at Aldi, you know that you need a quarter to take that cart. But you get your quarter back when you return it. I didn't have an Aldi quarter. I had to take the bags that I brought from home, and I had to put all of our groceries inside of the bags. I think I only ended up needing one bag, but I had brought two into the store. So I was like awkwardly carrying around one heavy-ass bag and then one bag that was super light that just kept getting in the way every single time I was in there. And man, when, when I tell you, people watching at the grocery store is just phenomenal. When I was inside of there, I saw a gentleman that was complaining about the price of onions. To the clerk. Okay? Onions. A bag of onions is super cheap at Aldi. And that's the way that they sell them. If you don't shop at Aldi, you probably don't know this. They don't sell, like, individual onions at the store. It's always a bag, a bunch of onions. Red, yellow, uh, white, it doesn't matter. All in a package. This guy only wanted two. But the way that they have it broken down is that, hey, you can't do it. You can only buy this. And um, so the guy kept complaining. So he checked out. And then he looked at his receipt and he's like, no, I told you, I didn't want to pay for all these. I just need these two. The lady behind the counter was like, uh, sir, I, I, I told you, you can only buy the bag. So then, I was about to get real pissed because he was holding up the line forever. It it was like he was not comprehending that he couldn't just buy two. He had to buy the whole bushel. And I saw him talk to the cashier, and she told him, hey, listen, I'll have to get my manager. And then the manager, I'm like, thank gosh. Thank gosh for this manager. The manager goes over to the next register and says, okay, I'm gonna. I'll exchange all of this for you, but when you go into Aldi, if you're someone that shops here, you know they only ever have like two lines open max. That's about it. It was so busy in the store; they actually had three lines open at one time. It was super busy, and man, people were buying in bulk. It seemed like I saw one person that took a whole. Ass box, okay, not just like one single little carton, okay, of cereal, not like one box, but the way that Aldi packages their store or puts all the stuff out on the on the, on the on the shelves is the boxes that all those boxes come in. They just open it up and then put it on the shelves, so. There's a big box that holds several boxes of cereal. These people just took one whole large box with like eight different cereals in there. Or I shouldn't say eight different cereals. It was the same cereals. It was all the Aldi Lucky Charm version cereals in there. Like, man. Their kids are either big fans of Lucky Charms or their kids are about to get real tired of Lucky Charms. Because you know it's summertime. These kids have to eat some easy-ass meals during the week that they don't have to cook because you don't want to trust kids around a burning stove. It's like you're going to get microwave stuff and you're going to get cereal and that's it. That will be your whole diet this summer. I remember when I was a kid, we had a lot of cereal. We had a lot of ramen, a lot of sandwich stuff, stuff to... Stuff that you really didn't even have to make. You just pretty much grabbed it out of the refrigerator and it was ready to go. But I was like, that's how you know summer started. Boxes upon boxes of cereals. That's all that they're going to eat. Since I had so many, I was like, man, I wonder how many gallons of milk this family is going to go through. If they have this much cereal, it has to be quite a bit. Oh, it was quite a bit, let me tell you. A total of five gallons. Five gallons of milk. Who knows if that's even going to be enough? Probably not. Especially if they need to use that milk for other recipes. Five gallons. And it wasn't just a regular 2% milk. It wasn't skim milk. It was a vitamin D. That heavy-ass milk. Ugh. I haven't had that in so long. I think if I had vitamin D milk that I would poop my pants almost immediately. That's how that works for me. The last time that I probably had vitamin D milk was at my grandma's house after a holiday meal when I would make chocolate milk because she always had vitamin D. My parents never carried it. It was always 2%. And that, that, that vitamin D always made me shit so bad. All right, I won't go down the road of talking about shit too much longer. I'll actually end this episode for you. I'll do that for you. We're back at it two days a week on this podcast. I'm going to record another podcast, another two for next week. Hopefully this week I record those. Because I need to get a whole bunch ahead because we're so busy. We have so many things going on. We have people coming into town. I'm excited about it. And I really do want to get my other podcast up and running, especially the Luke Kelly Sports Entertainment Show. I actually might start that one next week. So we'll see how all of that goes. And if, if I do start that, I'll let you know. All right? We'll talk to you on Monday. All right? Talk to you on Monday here on the Luke Kelly Show.